Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. We hit on a lot of prospects in the first hour of the show with Bernie Pleskoff and touched on some waiver wire additions. This hour of the show, we'll bring in Rudy Gamble from Razball. Also, catch up in case you missed the Hall of Fame ceremony yesterday. Also, mix in a little fantasy football, believe it or not. Fantasy Sports Today, hour number two, starts now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. Well hit, Donald. All right, welcome back. This is hour number two of Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you as we've uh, covered a lot in the first hour of the show. A lot of fun fantasy baseball discussion. And as we always do, for those of you who listen to the first hour on demand, you get a lot of baseball. When you listen to the second hour on demand, we tend to mix it up and talk about some other things. But again, coming up in about 40 minutes from now, Rudy Gamble will join us. And I will, uh, it looks like Sean has put together some really nice uh, cuts, as we would say, for the from the Hall of Fame yesterday. So we'll do that. Okay, thank you, Sean. We'll do that in about uh, 15, 20 minutes from now. I'll also tell you who could get into the Hall of Fame in 2020 and even 2021. But we'll open this show with a great story that has nothing to do with fantasy. As you guys know, I like to mix it up a little bit, do some other funny stories here. Now, look, I am a big old-school hip-hop fan and a big uh, rap music fan from the 80s and 90s and a little bit in the 2000s, but I pretty much stopped there, to be honest. I'm a big record guy, vinyl guy, Techniques 1200 guy. You guys know that by now. You should for many years. But this is a new one for me, and we open up the show with it. A rapper in Georgia arrested for weaponizing banana pudding now this is according to tmz young dro whoever that is folks i am sorry i apologize i don't know young dro this is new for me young dro was arrested on july 5th so this goes back a few weeks ago for allegedly and we got a highlight allegedly throwing a plate of banana pudding at his girlfriend during an argument in atlanta Reading on here from TMZ, cops were called to the scene, and despite the fact that his girlfriend made it clear that she did not want to press charges, they did anyway. And apparently, get this, three weeks later, he's still in jail because he's also being held on a child support contempt order. Legal documents say Young Dro, the banana pudding fighter, owes almost $41,000 in back child support and needs to pay $10,000 to be released from custody. Of course, this uh, is not uh, is a different girl, and it has nothing to do with the one that he threw the banana pudding at. This is a baby mama, as they would say in, uh, in, in baby mama talk. 
Young Drill, by the way, known best for his 2006 track. Shows you why I have no idea. Shoulder Lean, featuring T.I., also had another single in 2013 called FDB. I have never heard of Young Dro, but then again, I've never heard of anyone taking banana pudding and and being arrested for throwing banana pudding on someone. I learn something new every day, thank you to the internet. Every day, thank you to TMZ. I would never know about these things had I not uh, learned them from the internet. So congratulations, uh, uh, Young Dro. Uh, good job there. Uh, did you guys happen to see some of the video and images coming out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana? LSU's locker room has a sleep chamber. It, it, LSU's locker room looks nicer than any of the rooms in my house. Maybe it should. Yeah, maybe it should. Maybe it's a bad point. Maybe it should. Amazing. And it, it brings up, of course, the, the cynical comments and questions as to why their uh, locker room looks so good and why the kids aren't getting paid, right? Like, that's, like, the go-to there. They, they, it basically, what they're saying is it comes out to about $20,000 a student based on the cost of what they did. And, you know, people are saying, well, why not just give that to the students instead and not have the beautiful locker room because they'd rather have the money. And it's a fair point. At some point, the kids are going to have to start getting paid. We're seeing gambling legalized all over. It would just make it so much easier to have all these things put to rest. But no, we can't pay our student-athletes while everybody else gets paid. Nick Saban, Dabo Swinney, Jim Harbaugh, formerly Urban Meyer, uh, Les Miles in the past, right? Like All these very high-paid individuals that coach. They can't. The kids can't get paid, but the coaches can. You know this is going to change in the next five or ten years. It has to eventually. I can't see any other way that this continues. So that's kind of a little different when up the show with. Not normally what you're used to uh, hearing me, but that's uh, something new for you guys. A little different than fantasy. Uh, coming up next, though, on the show, what I want to do is dive into the 2020 Hall of Fame class because for those of you who are listening and dare I say that anybody is a millennial, I don't even really know what the description would be of a millennial, but dare I say that there are a lot of players that are about to go into the National Baseball Hall of Fame that played over the last 10, 20 years. And this is like the Internet era, the Internet of fantasy baseball that's played on ESPN or CBS or Yahoo or Fantrax or RT Sports or wherever you play your, your fantasy. So we'll go into that. We'll determine who may end up getting in the Hall of Fame next year. Also, has anyone been paying attention in fantasy to Travis Darno? Remember five years ago when Travis Darno was the top-ranked fantasy rookie catching prospect in baseball? The top guy, by the way. Absolute top guy. And now all of a sudden he's getting a second chance. And with the Rays, he's becoming an elite catcher offensively in fantasy. All of the years of him in that deal that he came over from Toronto to the Mets and he did nothing. And they cut him. And now he's with the Rays. He's hitting three home runs in one game and a grand slam in another. He's done more in the last two weeks with the Rays than he did in four years with the Mets. How is that happening? We'll dive into that. I'll also tell you who I ended up getting in my uh, Dynasty Fantasy Football Rookie uh, Draft. Did I do well? Did I do bad? Someone let me know. 
Fantasy Sports Today rolls on after this. Don't go away. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you. Coming up, we've got our good friend Rudy Gamble at the 140 Eastern mark. So stay tuned. He's coming up in about 25 minutes from now. And we'll uh, we'll hit on the waiver wire. We'll do some fantasy baseball discussion. I'll have him analyze my... Fantasy football picks, by the way, from the weekend in my uh, dynasty league that I play. Let's see how many picks did I make here over the weekend? I did. Uh, f- I got four four new players on my on my roster for my uh, my dynasty league. I w- I was horrible last year, 
and the, the league costs a lot of money. So I decided this year I'm going for it, and I got a couple of really good guys. And hopefully these rookies will help, although I doubt it. I think I only got like two guys that could help me this year. But uh, going back to the uh, Hall of Fame, I don't know if you caught this over the weekend. Maybe you had family obligations and you weren't able to hear some of the audio from some of the people who were in it. Let me, uh, before we do that, uh, let me remind you of who actually got into the uh, Hall of Fame. Mariano Rivera, Lee Smith, Edgar Martinez, Mike Mussina, Harold Baines, and Roy Halladay. Halladay was not there uh, because, unfortunately, he passed away. If you guys had uh, missed this or you're under a rock somewhere and you don't pay any attention, before we play some of these cuts from the Hall of Famers, let me tell you my quick uh, Roy Halladay story. So, of course, uh, I saw Roy Halladay pitch in person for many, many years. What happened was, uh, I guess this was probably uh, last year or the year before. Um, I'll have to remember exactly when this was. But uh, basically two months went after, uh, before he passed away, his son Braden was playing in a tournament in West Palm Beach, which is about 50 minutes from my house at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. And I was uh, there for the tournament. And I uh, saw his wife there, Brandy, and I ended up speaking to her and, uh, you know, asked her where Roy was. And, and she had said at the time that Roy was flying his plane. Lo and behold, two months later, he ends up passing away in that uh, tragic plane accident. And it just gave me chills when I found out that day that that ended up happening. But that being said, we'll start off now with some of the audio from the Hall of Fame. Uh, we'll start off with Roy's wife, Brandy Halliday, as she uh, discussed uh, and said thank you to all the other Hall of Famers for showing their support. It's overwhelming, the amount of people here today. I can't believe you came this far, and I'm so grateful that you're here. Special thanks to all these men behind me who I can't look at because I'll cry again. I can't tell you how many hugs I've gotten to all of your families who have extended so much love and friendship. I know how honored Roy would be to be sitting here today with such accomplished men. Yeah, that was emotional to watch yesterday. I actually heard it on the radio once, then went back and watched the video. So sad to see that. And, of course, she has two young sons, one of which who got drafted by the Toronto Blue Jays, but inevitably he went on to uh, play in college, and we'll see how he ends up doing. Um, Mariano Rivera, uh, clear-cut, first ballot, 100% Hall of Famer, said that he was appreciative for his former teammates and, uh, and was very happy with the honor. I was grateful to the good Lord that allowed me to play in New York with the greatest fans and end up my career the way I did, with my two brothers next to me, me hugging them and crying over them and uh, being thankful for them. Derek, Andy, Mr. Posada, Bernie Williams, Mr. Tino Martinez. Thank you, guys. I love you, man. You guys mean so much to me. Yeah, Mo Rivera, the uh, best to ever do it in the ninth inning. I think what's funny is that these days when we're drafting fantasy closers, we and people have, and people call them elite, and I always laugh at that because to me, Mariano Rivera was an elite closer, and there may be elite closers for a year or two, but saying that you're drafting an elite closer is an absolute joke. Uh, the days have changed. Pitchers have changed. No one lasts in that role in the ninth inning. The best closer last year in the American League was Edwin Diaz, 
and you can see the year he's having, and probably the second best closer was Blake Trinan, and you can see the league, the season he's having too. You got to be really careful in fantasy of these closers. Rivera was not one that you ever had to be careful of outside of missing a season. He was the best. Uh, Harold Baines, of course, uh, got in the Hall of Fame, played for several teams, including the White Sox and Orioles, hit a lot of home runs, did it in the 80s and into the 90s. But no one really ever got to know him very well because he was kind of a quiet guy and joked about that. It was a humbling and a great honor for me to share today with you, each of you. Somewhere, someplace in my career, I acquired a reputation for not saying much. I'm not sure why. Maybe it was May 9th, 1984, when my home run ended our 25-inning game to beat the Milwaukee Brewers. When a writer approached me post-game at my locker, one asked Harold, it appeared you got all of that one. Evidently, I said, and perhaps the reputation was born. Yeah, Baines was uh, a, a really solid hitter. I don't know how I would compare him in terms of fantasy. I would say he's probably was in the era that he played in in a 12-team league, provided that he qualified at the outfield and not DH. He was somebody that you would take in like the third, fourth round almost every year. We give you the same numbers almost every year. Uh, Lee Smith, I'm not sure what happened with his Hall of Fame uh, vote many years ago. Lee Smith's numbers, of course, was once upon a time the all-time saves leader. Uh, somehow Trevor Hoffman gets in the Hall of Fame, and Lee Smith does not. Go figure that one. Had no idea. But uh, I'm not a huge fan of putting closers in the Hall of Fame, but if you're going to put Hoffman in, you got to put Lee Smith in. And he talked about how he became a Hall of Fame reliever. In the minors, things weren't always easy. But they got off to a great start, thanks to my first manager and coach, Mr. Jack Hyatt. Jack was the first person I met in pro ball. He picked me up from the airport in a Datsun 240Z. I don't know how fit. <laughs> At that point, the honesty I felt from Jack was unbelievable. Through the three years of my minor league career, as we moved up through the Cub ladder together through 1977, when I was converted to a relief pitcher in 1978, I hit a roadblock. I thought I was on the path to the majors pitching well, but the team decided they wanted to make me a relief pitcher. I was discouraged. In those days, you wanted to be a starter or nothing. Near the end of that 79 season, I packed my bags. Instead of going on a 10-day road trip, I went home. I think back now, it's hard to believe I didn't want to sign that next year's contract. Well, thank God for Mr. Billy Williams. He knocked some sense into me. After that 79 season, he explained that the game was changing and relief pitching could be valuable. So I went back to the Cubs, began that 1980 season with the Wichita Arrows as a reliever. Suddenly, it all clicked. No doubt, Lee Smith, one of the best to do it in the ninth inning. Uh, maybe it hurt him in the vote that he pitched for Baltimore and the Cubs and the Cardinals and the Angels and so many different teams. And he always seemed to be the closer until there was an heir apparent and then he was gone. But uh, Lee Smith, I thought, did it as well as anybody ever had. Edgar Martinez also got into the Hall of Fame. And uh, Edgar talked about Roberto Clemente, one of the main reasons for his mentorship in the big leagues. 
It is hard to believe that a dream that started when I was about 10 years old will take me on an amazing journey. Since the first time I saw Roberto Clemente on TV, I was hooked on the game of baseball. All I wanted to do was play the game, and like most kids in Puerto Rico, I wanted to be like Roberto Clemente. What a great example Roberto Clemente was to all of us in Puerto Rico, and what an honor to have my plaque in the hall alongside with his. And finally, our final cut is from Mike Mussina, a pitcher great great pitcher for a long time uh pitched for two different teams orioles and yankees and thank both of them for the opportunity i want to thank the orioles organization for giving me the opportunity to pitch and prove that i could succeed at the major league level to the orioles fans who came out every game thank you i have some great baseball memories from those years and i loved pitching in orange and black after 10 years in baltimore i was off to new york city i want to thank the steinberg family General Manager Brian Cashman and the entire New York Yankees organization for making my transition painless and making me feel like I'd been there forever. And that was Mike Mussina. Thanks again to Sean for putting those cuts together. Those were all the Hall of Famers, little pieces of their speeches. Of course, you can catch them all uh, on demand on TV, I am quite sure. Coming up next, we'll tell you who may get into the class of Hall of Fame 2020 in Major League Baseball. Also dive into some more fantasy baseball and a little bit of football discussion. Rudy Gamble comes your way in 15 minutes. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish. We'll be right back in two minutes. Don't go away. your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Are you single? Everyone's single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. 
thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. The Morning Line. How about Aaron Boone? Savages absolutely went ballistic. And the poor umpire, this was his fifth game behind the home plate. He looked like a 12-year-old, that umpire, that he was ripping. He talked about how that guy's a great pitcher, these guys are savages. That rant was just absolutely epic. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern, on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back, Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you on this Monday afternoon. It is July twenty second, two thousand and nineteen. Rudy Gamble is going to join us coming up in the next segment. Fantasy football season is now upon us, and season long drafts are in full swing. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL three sixty five fantasy football package, including the best math based seasonal projections and rankings. Available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. You can save 10% at rotoexperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY, the NFL 365 fantasy football package only at rotoexperts.com. All right, so the Hall of Fame class of 2019 in baseball is in the books. How about the class of 2020? It's, this, this is a little bit dicey. Sean and I were talking about this during one of the breaks. Here I am advocating four or five guys get into the Hall of Fame, and yet I only see one slam dunk for 2020, and that's Derek Jeter, who some writer out there, because for whatever reason, anything associated with Derek Jeter, people like to, to, uh, to beat on it. I don't know why. Uh, someone will not vote for him. He'll end up getting 99.9% of the vote. But I don't know. I, to me, he's a 100% Hall of Famer. I don't know how anybody could see it any other way. If Rivera is 100%, how, how is Gene or not? But you know how it is. Some some writer wants to say, look at me. Uh, Kurt Schilling got 60% of the vote last year. I would suppose there's a chance that Schilling gets voted in. But has anybody ever gone from 60 to 75 that seems like a really high jump, although I could see him getting like 68, 67 next year, 70, 71. And then Clemens and Bonds both are at 59. They'll jump higher into the 60s next year. I think there's a chance Clemens and Bonds get in in 2021, but I don't think the year uh, for them is next year. So uh, that's it. Really kind of slim pickings there. My guess would be is what the Hall will do is do some sort of veterans committee vote just like they put Harold Baines in in the 80s, I think next year they'll go back to like the 70s or the 60s and throw you know a couple more guys in there who weren't in the Hall of Fame. And then instead of just Jeter having a Hall of Fame speech, it'll be Jeter plus like at least one or two other guys. I, I can't see a scenario anymore where the Hall of Fame only has one, but I've been wrong before. Maybe that ends up happening. We'll see. Uh, before we get back to baseball, a couple of things I wanted to mention I uh, mentioned Travis Darno's big grand slam yesterday. What a huge uh, Tampa! You gotta give the Rays at some point. They don't just don't get enough credit. They get these guys, these wash ups from other teams. They're always rechurning their roster, and they always find ways to win. They take guys on that nobody expects. He, uh, uh, G Man Choi, like where do they find these guys? 
and the Rays always win their 80-90 games. Trey Mancini, by the way, the Orioles last week had four home runs. What What is his trade market? What is What is the possibility for Trey Mancini getting on another team? I don't know. Baltimore probably isn't going to be good for, what, another two years at least? Mancini will be a free agent? I would think there would be a pretty good market for him. Guys had a really good year after struggling a little bit last year. That is for sure. All right. Uh, before we get to the Major League Baseball schedule, which I always do, I want to tell you a little bit. Uh, about what I did over the weekend, which is I had my fantasy football rookie draft. And it's a 12-team league, rookies only. It's a dynasty league that we're playing in. Now, to give you full disclosure, I did not do well at all in this league last year. So uh, toward the end of the year, I just stockpiled picks for the future. I have two first-round picks next year. And I ended up trading an additional first-round pick that I had for Adam Thielen of the Minnesota Vikings. So the three players, the main players that I have in this uh, dynasty league are Ezekiel Elliott, David Johnson, and Adam Thielen. I have three of the top 20, what, five picks in fantasy going into the year. Not to mention I also have Tom Brady. Not to mention I also have Evan Ingram. I have a really good team. So... Uh, here's what I did, and you guys can tell me on social media if you think it's good or bad. For those of you who don't know, uh, and, and because I get you know typecast as a baseball guy, I follow football, gambling, and fantasy football more or just as much as I do with baseball. Uh, just as much. So I am well as much educated on football, but I kind of pretend not to be because I love baseball so much. And just from a conceptual and programming point of view, I still think baseball is important in July. So I crap all over football until we get to August. Okay. Uh, I took Andy Isabella from UMass. Uh, my second wide receiver on that team is Anthony Miller, who I'm very high on. And I'm hoping Isabella at some point this season could be a wide receiver three. Ah, probably not. But if he does, and I catch him you know, on fire in the middle of the season... Maybe so, but Isabella was more of a pick for two years from now when Larry Fitzgerald retires. I don't see any way Fitzgerald plays beyond this year. Like I said that last year, I'm going to say it again this year. I know Christian Kirk is there too, but uh, Isabella was my first rookie pick. I did not have a second-round pick. In the third round, I took Benny Snell on the Steelers. Benny Snell was the best running back that I saw play last year in the SEC at Kentucky. I do not care what his combine was. I do not care that whatever people say. I watch the player play, and if I like the player, I take the player in fantasy. The combine, to me, is the most overrated thing in any of the sports. Uh, how you think that you can judge a player in his shorts as opposed to playing on a field against others is beyond me. I'll have no idea. Now, look, I understand there have been some players that have been combine darlings that have gone on to do great things. Give me the guy that did it in college, in the SEC, at a high level. I don't know if Benny Snell ends up. Uh, replacing James Conner, that's not the case for me. But I, I loved the player in college, and even though he doesn't catch passes, the dude rushed for like 1,700 yards and 20 touchdowns against the best teams in the country, Alabama, Florida, Georgia. Uh, good enough for me. I took him in the third round. And then, honestly, two guys at the end that I'll put on what we have is this taxi squad, uh, Juwan Winfrey, from the Denver Broncos, wide receiver. It seems like their their wide receiving core is a little bit in flux. Who knows if Winfrey can make an impact. They like what they've seen so far. I'll put him on a taxi squad if he ends up playing this year. Great. If not, I'll have him for the following year. And then uh, Kahale Waring, 
the tight end from the Houston Texans. He was basically the highest tight end rookie that was still on the board. He's a basketball player, and it doesn't look like he's going to play much this year, so he's more of a 2021 guy as well. So there is your three- or four-minute fantasy football discussion for the day. I thought I would bring it up at the very least because I I, I had it over the weekend. So a month from now will be a different conversation on this show. We'll be deep into the fantasy football season, but for right now we stick to baseball. Speaking of which... Uh, tonight, we got the Rockies and Nationals, 7.05 Eastern, Lambert and Fetty, Cardinals and Pirates tonight, 7.05, Ponce de Leon and Trevor Williams. Trevor Williams got to get back on track there. Indians and Blue Jays, Clevenger and uh, and Barucki. Uh Barucki's first start for Toronto, Red Sox and Rays, Eduardo Rodriguez and Jalen Beek. Speaks, by the way, is 5-0 with a 2.78 earn run average. They got him from Boston. A's and Astros, Homer Bailey. We'll see if he can have another good start against Garrett Cole. Uh, Garrett Cole, 10 and 5 with a 3.12. Yankees and Twins, Sabathia and Martin Perez. Interleague action between the Marlins and White Sox, Richards and Nova. Reds and Brewers tonight with Sonny Gray and Chase Anderson. Orioles and Diamondbacks, Brooks and Ray. Cubs and Giants tonight. Mills makes his second start against Sean Anderson. And then the Rangers will play. The Mariners, Samson, and uh, Marco Gonzalez. And uh, more or less, that is the Major League Baseball schedule for tonight. A little bit of a shorter uh, bridge schedule that I, uh, that I normally do. But I will say this. There's a couple of matchups that intrigue me tonight. For those of you who are looking for a couple of streaming options, there's no doubt Sean Anderson of the San Francisco Giants is worth a look. Even though the Cubs are nine games over 500, the Giants are playing really good baseball, and they're playing very well at home. So he potentially would be an option for you. Uh, I'm also also interested to see Robbie Ray pitch tonight against the Baltimore Orioles. Let's be honest. If Robbie Ray is on the trading block and he pitches well against Baltimore, would they dare start him one more time before the trade deadline? Think about that. Trade deadline is a week from uh, Tuesday. Would they start him today and then he pitches well and then wait? Would seem to be a bad idea for me. So we'll see what uh, ends up happening there. Uh, also tonight, Matchup between two first-place teams, Yankees and Twins, Sabathia and Martin Perez. This is a potential postseason preview as well. If you've followed baseball for many, many years, you know that every time the Twins have matched up with the Yankees in the postseason, it has not gone their way. So maybe they can get a little bit of uh, revenge for that tonight. I honestly have no idea what to expect from Homer Bailey, but I will say this. Time is going to run out pretty quick on the A's, and so they're at Houston tonight. I don't know how Homer Bailey will pitch, but I will stay away from him. Garrett Cole is 10-5 and five with a 3.12 earned run average. How about Beeks for Tampa Bay? Did anybody see this coming? Yet another player on the Rays that, uh, that ends up having some potential? It's crazy. Now, he is basically being used as an opener, and so I would not expect more than one or two innings from him. But over his last 30 games, Beeks is 5-0 and with a 2.78 earned run average. I'm telling you, the Rays find a way. Every time they acquire a guy, you have to take a second look at him. It's almost like when Houston does it now, too. And remember, he came over from the team that he's going to open up against tonight in the Boston Red Sox. So we'll see what happens. But uh, that is more of the detailed scoreboard there. We kind of ran out of uh, time a little bit today. Uh, also, Carl Edwards Jr. of the Chicago Cubs, uh, option to Triple A today. Let's see what else? Uh, Jonathan Holder has been recalled by the Yankees. 
And Stephen Tarley, no surprise there. He got a three-inning save on Friday against the Rockies. He's been optioned. Willie Peralta cut by the Royals. And uh, Edwin Jackson, wow, back in the big leagues again, signs with the Detroit Tigers. He's been on uh, 14 different teams in the major leagues, Edwin Jackson, and still continues to keep on going. All right, coming up next, we'll be joined by Rudy Gamble of Razzball, and we'll get into waiver wire Monday with him. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish, and we'll be back right after this. Don't go away. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tournaments. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2018 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you as uh, we got full-time fantasy coming up here at the top of the hour, 2 o'clock Eastern, to get you caught up on everything going on in the world of 
fantasy football, although it's been very, very quiet, not a lot of discussion here. That's all going to change coming up this weekend when NFL training camps begin. And then, of course, I believe the Hall of Fame game is uh, maybe a week from Sunday. I think it's really quick. comes up quick, and then the preseason starts, and we're off and running on everything going on in, uh, in fantasy football as well. But we'll continue the fantasy baseball discussion with Rudy Gamble of Razball.com, and it's uh, Waiver Wire Monday, so we'll see what Rudy ended up doing and what he will do. Moving forward, Rudy, good afternoon. Thanks for coming on the show as always. How are you? Doing well. How are things? Happy Monday, which doesn't yeah. exist. But. No, no, it does not. I mean, Monday is is honestly like, unless it's a day off, it's like the worst. But uh, so did you make any moves this weekend? Any Anything interesting? Any players pique your interest? Yeah, well, that was a tough. I, I have uh, Kevin Kiermeyer in 110% of my leagues. Ah. Uh, so it was pretty tough. I mean, there was one they let me draft him twice. That was, that was pretty oh, tough. Nice. But, but yeah, hey, they, they, they have rules about, you know, if the guy has every vowel in his name. But, um, there, there you go. So I was looking at try and speed has been awful to find on the waiver wire. So a guy I got most of my leagues this week was Tommy Edmond mm-hmm. of St. Louis. He's now second short and third base eligible and has been hitting leadoff. Um, I've got his projections for, you know, if, if he played a full season, it's a nice, nice skill set. I mean, it's like 12 homers, 20 stolen bases, decent average. Um, so he projects well. I think that the question mark's just going to be playing time uh, if everyone in St. Louis is healthy. Yeah, and I think that that's the key there, man, is that, um, I mean, have, has, has there been an update on Matt Carpenter or rehab or anything like that? I think that's kind of the key. Once he comes back, then where does Edmund play, right? No, and I think I think I mean at this point in the uh, the season, I think you kind of take it week to week. So I thought, um, and still, like, I mean, my next guy on still bases would have been like Greg Allen, and I don't even know if he's going to play. And I, I have no hope that he gets a regular playing time right now, especially with uh, Naquin hitting well there, um, who I, I know a bunch of people picked up. Um, I think Luplo at some point's coming back, so I. Yeah, I felt like uh, Eden was kind of the best bet for like someone who can contribute on stolen bases because um, there's just not there's not like a, a Terrence Gore type right. who's going to get playing time right now. Uh, so that was kind of my main focus. Right now, I've got a uh, you know my many shares of Stanton waiting there to help uh, provide some power. Um, but yeah, it's getting uh, yeah, I know, I know, and it's tough. Yeah, luckily, yeah, even though even with a couple injuries, my um, my pitching's been pretty solid right now because um, I didn't think it was a good week for uh, pitcher pickups. Um, I mean, I know people even picking up like Gaussman just, mm-hmm. I mean, and that's just one you got you're doing with, uh, you know, kind of one, one hand over your eye, like you're that kid in the open your heart Madonna video. Like, Oh, do I really want to, do, do I really want to look? I don't know. Uh, you know, that that's a reference. I don't think a lot of people would get, but I do. Fortunately. Um, yeah, no, I know, so I know, I know goes you're back to the eighties. Yeah, yeah, I am actually. Me, yeah. me you and a rod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, we we go back way. Me and Madonna go back way way back to the like of like a Virgil's like a prayer. What did I miss? Uh, yeah, like I have all those on on, on vinyl. By the way, uh, Rudy Gamble is with us. Rudy, uh, you mentioned Kiermaier. Yeah, man, like I had him in a league too, and he's like doesn't do anything great, but he just he's like a filler, like a perfect guy to just hit some home runs, steal some bases, and live through the batting average. But like the thing with Tampa, and we were talking about this earlier on the show, is they just find these guys like 
Brousseau. Like I've never even heard of these guys. G-Man Choi. And, and that's why they're so hard to quantify in fantasy. But in reality, their team is so good. I, I don't know if there's ever a team like this before. Well, what I like about the Rays is, and I mean, I mean they, they do kind of cause a little bit of challenges. Um, but they're brutally logical. Um, so the thing is, just a ton of like guys who play first base, particularly, and corner outfield are replaceable unless they're great. And so they, they'll look at a guy, they'll look at their first base things, and go, ah, none of these guys are great. Nate Lowe might be great, but he's not great right now. Yandy Diaz is not great. Uh, if the guy gets hot, maybe they'll play him a bit more, but otherwise you're just going to play the numbers game, play platoons. Uh, Kiermaier is playing every day because he's a fantastic center fielder. That's not a replaceable skill. I mean, mm-hmm. that wasn't the reason he was in the lineup. Um, you know, his, his glove was. And they, you know, like having a guy like that for Tampa Bay means either under cost control, you know, Tommy Pham's playing every day, um, but they don't have a lot of those guys. So in lieu of it, they're going to rotate a lot. And that's kind of how a good fantasy player is looking at the bottom third of their roster. Some of them you're going to kind of churn and throw back out or demote or whatever onto your bench. Uh, others, you're just playing, you're looking for the right week and looking for a good matchup. So I'm, I'm kind of following them with Nate Lowe. And this week I have him in tout and I have him on the bench because they're facing a bunch of lefties. So I don't think he'll play a lot. Yeah, and that they, they do play those matchups for sure. Rudy Gamble's with us from Razball.com. You could sign up right now, get some help. Streaminator just takes care of everything for you. Um, so pitchers-wise, I was on the show Friday, Rudy, and I said, hey, you may want to take a look at uh, Wojciechowski on Baltimore. And, uh, you know, because I'm just so anti-Cashner. I guess that's kind of the way it was. And this, this guy went out and threw seven one-hit innings. His numbers that, that are pretty good. Like, is there any chance that, that he is something, or is, is this just waiting to be a disaster? No, well, I mean, I think a key is that at this I mean, this point of the season, you can't wait to see. I think you're just, again, playing the odds. Like, if, if someone started him against the Red Sox, they're either, uh, at, you know, uh, asleep at the wheel or, like, sixth level. Like, they're playing some variant of chess that mm-hmm. we're not, the, the, us mortals aren't playing. Um, but I see a start like that, yeah. I mean, I, I think you're starting him against, like, um, you know, the bottom two-thirds of matchups right now. Right, so it's, yeah, I'm not going to play him at Yankee Stadium or at Coors, and but otherwise, yeah, give it a, give it a shot. Um, yeah, depending on what your options are. I mean, my goal is always to have so much that you know I have these what we call set of a bench starts that it's like I have so many good pitchers uh, in a weekly league that I could I could have like one or two guys do well on my bench and it doesn't uh, doesn't get me too angry because right. it's just out of depth, but. There's leagues where you just get crushed with injuries. In that case, it's like, yeah, a, a, a hot pitcher, there is something to it. It's really hard to quantify. I know yeah, there's yeah. people that have. I think Rob Arthur did. Um, I found it very tough to quantify, and it is a part where you kind of have to go with kind of your gut and in fantasy, and like I said, you marry it up with like the matchup itself. Rudy Gamble is with us. Did you make any moves, or have you made any moves, or will that come Sunday? That's preemptive to the uh, to the trade deadline coming up. Any any? Do you do anything with that? I mean, I, I generally am a small baller. I've been told on Fab, so I I, I have Fab in all my leagues. Um, yeah, it, it's a big thing in AL NL only in in mixed. You know, I don't. I, I'm I'm not expecting 
a ton to come out. I think uh, where I'll be most interested is in two areas, and this is probably for everyone. One is saves. Mm-hmm. If, if a reliever gets traded, you know, like this would have been a good week to preemptively pick up guy close um, next runner up on closing. Let's say the the Calvin Herrera tier because mm-hmm. you know that because the White Sox are likely to trade Colomay. Um I think most of those have already been poached. But that's the that's the number one thing that'll be relevant for um, mixed leagues and fantasy. I think the second one is maybe speed, just because like, as I'm mentioning, it's so hard to find that if somehow a guy with uh, 20 plus stolen base speed gets a regular playing role, you know, then then you've got to jump on them. Yeah, it's rare. It's just it's a, it, we don't see it happen a lot. That's for sure. Uh, Rudy Gamble's with us. So uh, have have you have you dived into football at all? I think you asked me the other day, baseball or football. So that must mean you may you must have dove in a little bit. Have you or no? Oh, oh no, very much. Yeah, I mean, I've, I did my I, I prepped uh, for our site, so we've got our projections for rest of the season already up on NFL, and I got I got every week projected already behind oh, the paywall, cool. and uh, did our did the at the Scott Fish Bowl draft for the first time so sfb9 is the first one with rudy in it gotcha uh i took uh, this kid andy isabella in my rookie yeah. draft any any hope for that yeah, yeah i mean i think um yeah but the arizona offense with uh with cliff uh kingsbury is going to be a lot of four wide receiver sets you know probably i, I think they'll be the ones who use it the most and and you know with one running back that gives you two slot guys. Uh, the reason they drafted Isabella is to be a slot guy. They don't right. have that guy. They're going to move Fitzgerald, I think, outside more than not. So you have, um, and you've got, so you have Kirk and Isabella playing there. Kirk's going to be, I think, the number one wide receiver on that team. I think Isabella gets, yeah, I, I like him. I like him as like a, uh, a wide receiver, you know, to be their third best wide receiver by a good margin. I'm not bullish on Butler this year. Um, so yeah, I think Isabel is a, a good stash in hopes that he becomes a PPR monster, uh, with, with balls outside kind of in the Edelman, an Edelman type player. Okay. And then the other one that I like, because I've seen him play is, uh, and, and I know he gets knocked a lot from people who don't watch and I understand that Rudy, but I'm a big college football guy. Um, so I took okay. Benny, Benny Snell on Pittsburgh. I know he'll back up Connor if he gets that opportunity, but I just don't think people look at the stats enough. Like everyone's just so infatuated with a slow combine and they forget he rushed for 1700 yards and like a billion touchdowns against the best defenses in all of college football for many years. So, I mean, I'm not getting a lot of love there with that, but that's that was the other guy that I got. Yeah, he's Kentucky guy, right? Is he yeah. Kentucky? Yeah. Yeah. Um no, I mean I I see it I mean I think I'm really focused on um, 2019 impact, and I think the tough thing is he's probably number three on the yep. on the charts. If you mm-hmm. if you told me like Connor had like some lingering issue, all of a sudden, then based on the way they play, they um, they distribute rushes, then yeah, both Snell and and uh, Edwards become really, or uh, I'm sorry, Samuels become really valuable. Right. So. It's a good stash. Uh, I don't, you know, it's a tough one. I mean, there's so much risk reward with running backs, but the reward is the reward's huge, but it's so hard, hard to get that. Yeah, it's it so is. rare. Yeah. Um, 
so, but yeah, there's not a, but I, I think that there's a, there's some upside there and it does seem to fit with what they want to do that. I mean, like, so they draft him. I could, it's not a bad one. Yeah. Third round pick, you know, and again, I sit him, I sit him for a while. And if he ends up doing something great, it's just, it's like the old Denver Broncos spot, Rudy back with, you know, Terrell Davis yeah. and Gary and uh, Portis and all those other guys. Mike Anderson. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pittsburgh and Kansas City feel like those two spots. You know, like any running back on those two teams is going to end up getting, uh, you know, I mean, you never say a thousand yards because they don't, they play two games and they're done. But it's like if Snell gave me three starts all year and rushed for five touchdowns, I'd be thrilled. You know, that's just kind of the. A fill-in guy is the way I look at it. But anyway, uh, Rudy, tell everybody real quick before we go, uh, Razball.com, about what's going on over there just so people can get a uh, subscription going for football. Yeah, so on the football side, we've got uh, weekly projections uh, available um, you know, and, and a few other tools in there. Um, we started right now with 19.99 for the season, so real nice uh, low price point. We'll move that up a little bit as we get closer to the season. Sure. Um, but yeah, definitely worth checking out. You can get, you can have a free trial if you want. We have it set up for that. Um, and you can, you can find the rest of the season projections. All the, a, there's a player page for everybody. So you can see all their stuff in a very fantasy centric way. All right. Um, so thanks Rudy. We're checking out. Appreciate it. Rudy Gamble with us on Twitter at Rudy Gamble, rasball.com. We'll take a quick time out and end up the show next. Don't go away. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. This is why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Daily Roto Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. 
You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you here on the show. As we get ready to close this thing out, there's a lot going on in the world of fantasy, the world of reality, and, of course, coming up at the top of the hour, full-time fantasy will be along to give you some fantasy football discussion and updates, training camps open all across the National Football League in just three or four days. Before we get out of here, we always end the show with a little exit velocity. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! Exit velocity. Nice velocity. All right, we end the show today with a little exit velo, and that has to be on the National Baseball Hall of Fame, no doubt about that. When you look at it, look, I get it. People are upset. Harold Bain shouldn't be in the hall. Yeah, probably. Edgar Martinez took forever. Yeah. Lucina, sure. Were they Hall of Fame players? Do they compare with some of the players of the past? Look, I'll leave all that discussion up to you, but here's the bottom line. You got the National Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. What do they need? They need people coming through. They need people making not just one, but multiple visits to their Hall of Fame. And one of the big things that happens every year is induction weekend in Cooperstown. You can't have no one inducted into a Hall of Fame. You need those people making that pilgrimage to uh, upstate New York and enjoying themselves and spending money. And if you don't have that, what do you got? You got a museum with nothing else. And people go to the museum once and it's done. And so, therefore, I get it. I understand it. And hopefully next year there will be more than one inductee other than just Derek Jeter. Does there need to be six? Probably not. But, yeah, there needs to be a couple every year. And there always will be a couple every year now that they've found a way to get more guys. Who, by the way, most are deserving of being in the Baseball Hall of Fame. So whether it is Dale Murphy or Don Mattingly or Gil Hodges or Dave Parker or any of the players from the 70s, uh, there's going to be more. And get ready to see that over the next few years. That will do it for the show. Thanks again to Bertie Pleskoff for coming on. And thanks again to Rudy Gamble. Thanks to Sean for producing. My name is Craig Mish. Full-time fantasy is next. We'll talk to you tomorrow again at noon. Have a great day, everybody. See ya.